Word Radio On Demand, 96.1 FM and 900 AM WURD. Streaming live at wordradio.com. I am pleased to welcome someone who potentially may be a SAG Award winner of the future. He is one of the stars of Ain't Too Proud, the life and times of the temptation that is currently playing here in Philadelphia. That is right. I went to see the play and let me tell you, well, musical, I should say. I went to see it and let me tell you, it was fantastic. So I want to introduce to you Michael Andreas, and if I had that wrong, correct me, who played the temptation, Otis Williams, the man who founded the group. How are you today, Michael? I'm doing great. Thank you so much for having me on. I appreciate it. Michael, I went to see Ain't Too Proud, and I cannot tell you how much I was impacted by it. I'm still thinking about it because it was just (laughs) So amazing. And I know you actually went to see it yourself and said, I want to be in that. How did that? Yes, I did. I did not imagine that I would ever be able to do this many lines when I went and saw it the first (laughs) time. But I am grateful to to be in the position that I'm in and to be able to tell this story. Uh, Yeah, I was a fan before I ever even auditioned for it. So I'm really, really grateful to be able to tell this story all across this great country of ours. So when you went to see it, did you say to you, what was it that inspired you after seeing it that made you say, hey, you know what? I'm going to be in uh, this musical. And did you think that you would end up playing Otis Williams? Because he's got uh, pretty he's pretty much almost in every scene. Yeah. Yeah. No, no. I I think that just the fact that it was such an authentically black story, if Mm. I'm going to be honest with you, Mm -hmm. is the thing that drew it and drew me to it. You know, we don't always get the opportunity to tell our stories uh, on a grand stage. And, and also, we don't always get the chance to tell uh, positive aspects of our stories on a grand stage like that. You know, too often the the, the roles are, you know, uh, gangsters or slaves or, you know, and, and all of those things, I think, have a place. Um, but to be able to tell a story that's, that's as inspirational and, and people can identify with, uh, and give people a chance to kind of peek behind the curtain and see what the temptations were really like. Um, all of that just kind of fed into the idea of me, you know, being a part of this. And 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 I, I could not be more grateful. And and to honest your question, to be to answer your question honestly, uh, no, I did not think that I would be able to be Otis. Uh, <laughs> I, I knew that, and then when I initially started this 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 project, I played Barry Gordy and covered Otis. Um, and, and then uh, at the beginning of last year, last January, uh, I got promoted and, and got made Otis full time. So it, it's been a wonderful ride. Now, here's the thing. Otis Williams is the only living original temptation. And you're playing the role of Otis Williams. But how yes. intimidating was it uh, to I, I'm sure he's seen the show and I know that you guys have interacted and you've met. How intimidating was it to have to play someone who is living and who could be like, hey, I don't know if that guy is the guy to play me. <laughs> it was very, very nerve wracking the very first time that I knew he was going to see me. Uh, the first time he saw me was in Nashville last year. Uh, and I was very, very nervous, um, but he was very gracious afterwards and let me know. Uh, that that he enjoyed my portrayal and that, you know, he, he just loves this show. 
Uh, and that gave me confidence, you know, to just continue to to dig deeper with the character and to and to keep telling the story in an authentic way. Um, but yes, it, it's very, very more than it being intimidating. It's 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 just a responsibility that I take very seriously, you know, to um, to to do right by this man who who created uh, one of the greatest groups ever to walk this planet and still is touring with them today. I mean, that just lets you know. Uh, he's 82 years old and has been, has been touring with this group for 60 years, just about. So um, that lets you know the dedication that he has to it. And so I just want to make sure that I'm demonstrating that uh, that love and that care and, and that calling that he had for this group uh, on a daily basis. Yeah, that that that, that uh, there are awards and we were just talking about SAG award nominations before you came on. But what kind of reward it must be uh, to get the co-sign from Otis Williams himself? That's got to be something. Now, you spend a lot of time. You're really the narrator of Ain't Too Proud and Ain't Too Proud is uh, running here in Philadelphia right now through the 21st of January. And it's at the Academy of Music. So you're on stage a lot and you're interacting with all the other characters and you're performing and you're singing and you're dancing and you're talking. How did you prepare for all of that? I know you have a career in musical theater, but still this preparation must have been intense. Very much so. Yeah. A a lot of, a lot of quiet time, you know, spent just learning the lines and, and, and more than learning the lines, you know, making the lines a part of you, because I think that, you know, the one thing that I didn't want for this show is to become like a book report. You know, because I do say a lot of words and I wanted to make sure that all of the words uh, were filled with meaning. Dominique Morso wrote this play and she she wrote a fantastic script for it. She did. Um, and that's 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 about 90 percent of the work right there is just having good words to say. Um, and, you know, and so once you've got the words, then it's about making them a part of you so that it's not like you're just you know, reading ingredients off a list or something, you know, you're, you're actually filling those words with meaning so that people can take away all of the aspects of the story that you're trying to tell. So, uh, yeah, it it takes a while to, to, to really get in the groove of it. They generally, when it's time for an Otis to learn this track, you generally have about, uh, eight weeks, uh, is what they expect is how long they expect to take for you to, to learn it. Um, and so I, I, I took advantage of every second that they gave me to learn it before I got on stage. And, and I've been able to make it my own ever since. You know, it was seeing the show just made me feel so good about this next generation of talent. You know, sometimes we as elders, we are a little uh, dismissive of young talents. But to see the enormously talented cast in this uh I, I I'm having difficulty even expressing it, just the singing, the dancing, the choreography. I was just wondering in terms of musical theater, are we missing out on the fact that there are some people who are in this industry that are really doing things that require, you know, it's not, this is people really dedicating themselves to craft. How much work do you mm-hmm. have to put in to do this? Uh, a lot. And, and not just what you see on the stage, but I mean, it's, 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 you almost have to change your entire lifestyle, sure. you know, because you have to make sure that you have the energy to, to go on and, and do this every night and that your body's in good enough shape to handle it and that your voice 
uh, you know, can hold up um, throughout all of it. So, yeah, I mean, you, you say that you're in awe. I, I actually am also, you know, every time that I get to, to share the stage with all these wonderful people and watch them, um, you know, perform and, and, and perform on a level um, that's just exceptional every time that they get on the stage. It's it's truly been I think we all love and care for this story so much and this group so much and what they meant to America that we we realize that every time we do this show, there's going to be somebody out there in the States that's a huge Temptations fan. And then we also realize there's going to be somebody out there who knows of the Temptations. I think there are very few people that have never heard the Temptations, <laughs> right. but people that know of the Temptations but don't really you know, but really mostly came just because it's musical theater and we have an opportunity to educate and to expose them to a style of music that maybe they didn't necessarily love, but hopefully they're going to love it when they leave. So, yeah, I, I, I just I love this group and, and everybody, like you said, is, is super talented. They they're they're aged all the way from straight out of college up to up to, you know, 40s. But mm-hmm. we all work together as a group and 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 tell this story and it's just it's incredible it's incredible to watch the few times that i get to stand still and watch on the stage um it's it's great to to be a part of you know just watching the show and seeing the story of how these young people came to motown and in hitsville and working i thought the show has some parallels actually because it's a predominantly black cast you guys are traveling all around the country what is it mm-hmm. like to be a part of this ensemble and do you have that sense sometimes that it's almost like uh life imitating art when it comes to this production <laughs> it is it is because i mean they they whenever you're part of a national tour like this uh, there are definitely things that you have to give up. I mean, we're in a different hotel every week. Uh, luckily, here we're here in Philly. We're here for three weeks, so we get to actually settle in a little bit, which mm-hmm. is nice. Um, but generally speaking, you're in a different hotel every week. Your 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 base of friends and family um, are really uh, you know apart from you. If you have a a, a wife or girlfriend, boyfriend, partner, um, usually you're not with them for for the most most of the time. So. Yeah, there is a lot that you can that you can take and, and use for real life experience from this from this show, because, um, you know, whenever we're pursuing our dreams, we're out here. I mean, I know you talked about the SAG Awards. I mean, being a part of an award ceremony of any kind like that is, is you know, is, is kind of like, you know, uh, verification, you know, almost of, of what you what you've been able to accomplish. So you have to give up a lot to, to, to get to your dreams sometimes. And. Uh, it's definitely been worth it, but it, it is a struggle. And, um, you know, we've, we've actually encountered, um, you know, even, even more so than what we counter, counter on stage. I mean, we've been out on the road. We were, we were in Buffalo, um, when that, when that mass shooting happened at oh that, that, that supermarket. And so we've been, you know, around some situations that, that have been less than ideal as we traveled this country. So, you know, there's there's that element always hanging around as well. So, yeah, there, there's a lot that, that makes it difficult, but uh, the rewards of it definitely greatly outweigh um, it outweigh the sacrifices, at least at least for me. I can I can't speak for everybody, uh, but most of us have been a part of this a long time and, and we're really going to miss it when it's when it's time to wrap it up. 
Uh, I can imagine. Well, you know, fame of this, the, the, the Temptations kind of fame. And one of the things that we see in their story, and of course, that is uh, being portrayed in the musical, is that fame of that kind of magnitude often comes with some tough choices and some tragedies. In your own journey as an artist, what are you doing to make sure that you're not succumbing to some of these things um, that have come your way just in your career, probably thus far? Yeah, that, that, that's a great question. Um, well, first of all, I, I, I do therapy. Um, you know, I, I do therapy at least once a month and just kind of check in on my own uh, mental well-being out here. Um, also, I, I, I like to have some things that I do that are totally unrelated to the work. I, um, I play guitar and so bass guitar, so I, I practice that every chance I get. I uh, you know, I, I spend time on the phone with my with my family to stay connected and grounded and call my mama all the time, um, you know, just to make sure that she's doing well. And that, 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 you know, and just hearing her voice is usually something that just, you know, keeps me focused and, and, and reminds me of of why it is that I'm out here doing what I'm doing. You know, um, Michael, I think we've been joined by uh, Elijah Ahmad Lewis, who plays David oh yeah. Ruffin in Ain't Too Proud. Is that uh, Elijah? Are you there? Hello. Hey, Elijah. You're showing up like David Ruffin. You just pop it in. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I don't know if you know the history of David Ruffin, you know that they tell the story of how uh, he kind of popped in uh, the group when he was initially trying to join the Temptations and then popped in when they had to uh, kick him out of the Temptations uh, uh, <laughs> later on in his career. But Elijah, welcome to Reality Check. Thank you for joining us. Um, we were just talking to Michael about being a a part of this wonderfully talented ensemble, and you certainly are playing the hell out of David Ruffin, I gotta say. So tell us a little bit about what your experience has been uh, really uh, playing this legend as Michael has done with Otis Williams. Uh, um, it's been quite a journey, you know. Um, a lot of people have their own interpretation and memory or... Um, you know, their their thought process of David Ruffin and his life. And, you know, I just I just wanted to make sure that, you know, in this piece that Dominic Morris so beautifully wrote, um, that um I show his hu human side, you know, and show how humane he was, um, more so than everything else what we people focus on. Right. Um it's uh it's an emotional role, it's a physical role, um but I, I just want to be able to tell his story correctly and just give him the credit that he's due. Yeah, it's a very physical role. You got to you got to do those splits. I mean, the both of you, the choreography for this, just learning those steps must have taken weeks to do. But you are doing it fluidly and really living up to the reputation uh, of the Temptations. How much longer are you guys going to be on the road in this production? Uh, our final performance is March 3rd in New Orleans. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, so just a little, little like a month and a half or so is all we got left of it. And, and then do you move on to another production? Do you know what you're doing next? Or uh, how does that work in terms of what's next for you guys in your careers? Because after these impressive performances, I'm sure that somebody is looking to hire you to do something uh, as soon as you come <laughs> off the road. You can tell the casting directors that we 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 really appreciate it. 
<laughs> no, I've already got some auditions coming in. Uh, I don't have anything solid lined up next, but like you said, I'm hoping that this is kind of a, a springboard for me to, to, to jump into something that's going to be, you know, I, I, I think it'll be difficult for anything to be as meaningful for, for me as this project has been. Um, but hopefully it's something close that, that I get to do next. And Elijah, let me ask you, um, we were just talking about how talented this ensemble is and how, you know, sometimes as, as elders, we've, you know, looked at groups like The Temptations with all the multiple skills that they had, singing, dancing, choreography, all these things. And we may be dismissive of younger talent, but after seeing this show, I am, I, I, I was amazed. So what for you uh, do you think that this show has done for the people that have come out to see it? Um, well, you know, the Temptations is, they are an institution, mm. you know, they are something that will forever last. And, um, you know, as time goes on, so many generations will learn, you know, more about it. Um, it's great to see, you know, young people come and hear what the original songs of these samples were that right. they hear today. Right. You know, um, I just think that audience members, you know, they come knowing that they're going to get an awesome catalog. Of Temptations music, um, but I think you know once they leave with the story um, of how their favorite group or favorite member of the iconic group, um, how they got to where they are, I think they just have a more better appreciation for the Temptations and what they went through um, in that time. And as you said, uh, so many generations are now being accustomed and and hearing what the original Temps did and. You know, even as the Temptations are out on tour now with their 60th anniversary album, you know, they'll, they'll get to get a glimpse of that. Well, long live the Temptations. Ain't Too Proud, the life and times of the Temptation is at the Academy of Music through January 21st. And I got to tell you, you do not want to miss it. And these talented, talented brothers that are in this cast, Michael Andreas, Elijah Ahmad Lewis, Michael plays Otis Williams, the founder of The Temptations and the last living original member. And Elijah Ahmad Lewis plays David Ruffin. And both of you turned in absolutely dynamic performances. Thank you so much for joining us on Reality Check today. Thank you. Thank you for having us. You've been listening to Word Radio On Demand. Listen live at 96.1 FM, 900 AM, and online at wordradio.com. 